game. I can hit the shot from half court. court. MVP of all sports. Coach put me in the game. You know I'm the truth on the field. Bad up. Competition know the deal. Coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English show featuring Coach Kurtz. I'm sorry, the Staley English Kurtz show. My bad, I keep on messing that up. But welcome back. Uh, we are here. It's your boys, uh, Coach English, Coach Staley, and Coach Kurtz. Uh, Coach Staley, man, I know it's been an emotionally charged time, uh, but how's the week been? And it's just been that. It's been it's been uh, an exceptionally emotional week. It's been um, emotionally trying. It's 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 tested my patience. It's it's tested my love. It's tested my understanding. And it's just tested my. And most importantly, it's it, it's tested my faith. You know, as as a believer in God. So it's it's just been a lot, man. But nonetheless, my family's good. I'm good. I'm still, still striving, uh, trying to, trying to be a part of the solution right now, and want to keep it moving forward. How things been going with you? Man, everything been good, man. I can't, I can't per se say anything's been bad, man. It's just we, we're living in crazy times right now, and I think we just gotta, gotta navigate through it. Um, it's, it's crazy watching this stuff happen, especially when you have sons. Um, and shoot, daughters for that matter, because you know there's been some situations and things that happen with uh, young black girls as well. So um, it's just it's a crazy period of time. Uh, Micah, how about you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is it is wild. It's it it's sad. It's crazy. Uh, definitely. Um, obviously, I have no no way to be put in. In, in the shoes that you guys are. Um, and all I can do is, is, uh, is try my best to, to, to feel and, and, and feel empathy and, and, and your guys pain. And obviously there's no way that I can, uh, can, can understand exactly everything going through you guys, but I just want everybody to know that I'm, I feel, I feel it, and I, and, and and I'm sad, and I'm emotional, and uh, it, I'm disturbed, and I uh, definitely um, want you guys to know that I support and love you guys, and and and, and I'm hoping for, and gonna do everything possible to try and make a a positive change uh, in the near future to be able to hopefully eradicate and end some of these injustices that is crazily still going on uh i mean 50 years later from from when a lot of this uh civil 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 rights movement started which is crazy that i don't i think we all can agree especially from everything going on in the news right now that we're probably not we're, we're not that much further along than where we were 50 years ago which is crazy yeah, and, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about 
the state of society. Like, and it's sad, right? It's extremely sad that we're still talking about this. Like my mom and my grandparents fought like fights, no human being, not just American citizen, but no human being should have had to fight to just gain the fundamental human rights that everyone else in the world deserves. And they assume that my children should would not have to go through such things, would not, would not have to see such horrors just because the color of their skin. And it's extremely tough. It's extremely tough because I literally have three sons and my sons, my, my two older sons have been asking me exceptionally tough questions about all of this that's going on. So what we're gonna do this show, and um, we're not gonna even try to get this whole conversation out in one podcast, because I think that would be just watering it down and just trying to say we did something instead of really trying to figure out a way to progress this thing and move forward. So what we're gonna to do today, we're just gonna simply talk about, this first part is gonna simply be about what's the problem? Why, 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 why are we here again? You know, what's the problem? What's the problem? And what basically what got us to this point? So I'm gonna I'm gonna start things off and 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 expound upon what the problem is, and we we'll we'll piggyback on each other and we'll go from there. So in a nutshell, the problem is this: men and women that look like me are tired of the social injustices in America. It was sparked, it was recently sparked by a trio of killings of people of African-American that were, that were African-American, that were black. So like, like people call themselves differently. So I heard people arguing and say I'm African-American. I heard people arguing and say I'm black. I even heard someone recently say on a um, Instagram post that not to call themselves black. Well, I've always grown up calling myself black. I've always called myself African-American. I'm not here to debate. I'm here to try to figure out what the heck we're gonna do so we don't just keep repeating history. So I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. So if you're one of those people that like things to be sugarcoated, that like things to um, be comfortable in, in conversation, this is probably not the podcast for you. I'm not gonna alienate anyone and I'm not gonna use hate to try to um, create progression because that's an oxymoron, it doesn't work. That doesn't, that doesn't occur, it, you, you can't do it. So we're tired of the social injustice, that's it. Plain, plain and simple. The most recent video that was released was the murdering, the murder of George Floyd. And, and it was, it was obviously it was caught on camera. And I'm talking slow because it gets emotional because I've, I've been through this, it's crazy. Cause Michael, you were with me just a couple of years ago in the weight room when I was struggling through all of this with the Trayvon Martin situation and everything that was going on with that. And I remember that text, I still got that text you sent me. He was like, dog, I know what you, you know, I know you heard, just know that I love you. And that, and you know, that meant a lot, but, you know, the, the most recent video that came out is the thing that, that sparked everything. 
And it's like, we're all, people of color are hurt right now. And I, and I tweeted, I tweeted pretty often, you know, chaos is by design, you know, and we're going through a pandemic and people aren't even really talking about the pandemic anymore because of what's going on. We are, we're, we're having riots all over the country. And right now, we're not at a place of progression. And I know there's a certain group of people out there that want that. There's a certain, there's a certain group of people with an agenda that don't want to see people of color with the same equity, the same equality, the same basic human rights that everyone else in this country has. And it's tough because that's what this country is based off of. This country was built off of the back of hate, evilness, and slavery. And when people get upset about that, we're, especially when people of color, let me, let, me, let me just be as transparent as possible. When people of color want to protest against that and, and, and say, look, express, hey man, we're not getting a fair shot. Now we're being anti-American, i.e. Colin Kaepernick. He sacrificed his whole football career to protest against social injustice and police brutality. And right now, there's a large tear. I even the tear was already there. Okay, now the 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 the, the rip the, the 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 rip is on fire because of the most recent hatred, racist acts done by a police officer. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not going to even really like call. I'm only going to honor the victims. I'm not going to be calling the the, the police officers' names and the the men names that, that, that did these terrible hate crimes. You know, I saw, I saw uh, the, the, the DA in, in Minnesota, Minneapolis, in Minneapolis say, you know, hey, I'm not going to be quick to judge. I'm not going to be quick to come up with a, you know, an opinion. And personally, I thought that was some of the most BS I've ever seen in my life. It was right there. It was right there in everyone's face. It was right there. Don't tell me you could, you're not gonna be quick to judge because if that was your child, like if he had a son or a daughter and that was a black police officer on a white man's neck, nonchalantly looking like whatever, as he begged for his life, this man literally said, I am about to die. And he did not flinch. He did not flinch. I want y'all to really think about that. This is why, and like everybody, and it's tough. It's so tough. Like, and, and, and Mikey, you know me, you my brother, man. Like, we joke around, but I be dead serious. We, we plan on doing an arranged wet marriage for our, for our youngest kids, you know? But it's such a catch-22, and this is why Black people are so upset. This is why people of color are so upset, because it's like, when we cry out, you don't listen. We're not heard. When we cry out, it's like, oh, they're just angry. They don't appreciate what they have. Even more disrespectful, they say things like, oh, they're looking for a handout. Even more disrespectful, they say things like, oh man, they kill each other. Why don't y'all get upset when we kill, when y'all kill each other? That's that's baloney. That's that's a whole nother conversation, but that's 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 BS too. I'm trying my best not to curse because I'm upset and I'm emotional. Because that's BS too. 
Because Coach English, you, I've, you've never killed anyone black. I've never killed anyone black. The friends I grew up with never killed anyone black. So the old, like I said in the post I put out, the overwhelming majority of us have never committed black on black crime. Never. And that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. I'm Coach E, Coach Curtis, I'm gonna let y'all talk. But I just wanted the listeners to understand what we're gonna be talking about today. Yeah, uh, I, I, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let no, you talk. I, I, no, I, I love you, and I, I love you, Coach E. And um, if you guys have not listened to uh, Coach Staley's uh, post he put on Instagram and Twitter, I mean, that was, and I know I say it all the time, so eloquently spoken, but that was, I mean, that was from the heart, and that was, I, I think, every person of every demographic and every belief can definitely needs to listen to that. And, uh, and that was, that was deep coach. And I don't know, coach Daly, I don't know, or coach English. I don't know if you can, uh, or if you guys want to, I mean, I think that's something that we could include in, at the end of this podcast. Oh yeah. I think we could, we could end with that actually, instead that of what was, we were going to end with. Great. That, that was great. And it definitely, um, it was it was deep coach and i appreciate you for that and obviously like i said in the beginning i mean there's nothing i can do to to put myself in in, in your guys shoes and and all and i think the only thing uh the only thing i can disagree with you right coach daly is in the very beginning when you said what's the problem you said the problem is that you people of your color are tired of the social injustices that's that's not a problem. You, that should not be a problem. You should not, that should not be a problem that you're tired of it. That should not, social injustices should not still be going on. And so the fact that, the fact that you, you, there has to be these protests because of the social injustices going on, that's the problem. The problem is that these social injustices are still going on where we're supposed to be we're supposed to be a a nation that has has moved on from that stuff and obviously we it, it, the nation has not and so that's the problem the problem is the social injustices the problem is not that that people like you have a problem with it you should have a problem with it i should have a problem with it everybody should have a problem with it and that's the true problem is that we're still dealing with these social injustices so so in 2020 and uh and like you said you i mean you got you got young kids that shouldn't have to be dealing with this uh what your what your parents and grandparents had to deal with and i mean i, I my my kids nobody's kids should have to be, have to deal with it should not be about the color of your skin it should be about the person that you are and i mean i know i can sit here and say it all but until until things change and until people like me take action to, to try and help change that. I mean, um, it's, that's the problem is that we still have these social injustices and, and there's too many people that look like me that kind of are like, Hey, it's not my problem. I'm not worried about it. I'm, I treat people right. But, and, and this is what I'm saying, what people say, and they're saying, Hey, well, I treat people right. But, 
do you stand up for, maybe you treat people right, but do you stand up for people when you see that they're not being treated right? And I think a lot of people possibly do not. And that that's the only way we're going to make changes is when people start standing up for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Coach E, what's, what, what you thinking, brother? Um, I'm going to be real with you, man. I think I, I've, I've had many a conversation with different people over the last couple of weeks and, and amongst our people, my opinion has not been um, the most popular, but, and I will not voice that here because this is not about that. Um, this is about the truth of the matter. And I feel like one of the issues that we have with this is, and I'm, I'm trying to come up with the best way to say it, there's no unified, we got to have a unified voice. It has to be everybody. It has to be a unified voice. Because right now, there are people disagreeing with even being upset about it. So not everybody of color is emotional or angry about it or feeling some type of way. Um, I was uh, a guest on a podcast and um, the person was like that black people suffer from PTSD that we suffer from PTSD. And that's what, what's basically kind of happening now is kind of the blowback from the feelings that we've, that have kind of built up. Like you've wanted the peace. You've, you know, we've marched, we've protested, we've, we've done this, we've done that. We, I mean, like, I don't know. Okay. Let me, let me go back a little bit. I don't know what to tell Mira Edison and Caden. I don't know what to tell them. And I think that's the worst part for me is I don't know what to tell them because even if you tell them, don't do this, don't do that, you know, make sure that you're, you, you know, you're not threatening. You're this, you're that. She, a, a girl got killed in her sleep. Like she ain't even, she wasn't even awake. And someone got killed in their sleep. Like I, I just don't, I, I don't know. And I think even when, no matter where you fall, political beliefs or whatever, at this point in time, it just needs to be one unified voice. Everybody needs to be on the same page. And Josh, you said it prior to the podcast. We all need to be on the same page. Everybody just needs to be on the same page. And we're not. And I think that's adding to that's adding to that's adding gas to a fire that's already lit. If that does that, I don't even know if that really makes does that make sense? Cause I'm just speaking. No, it makes it makes it makes a ton of sense, coach. And I'm gonna tell you why it makes a ton of sense because I just wrote this down. I want to get this point across. Evil works are to create more evil. So, so don't get it twisted. This stuff that's going on, like everybody be like, oh, people will be making up conspiracy theories. Let's throw conspiracy theory out the window. I just think it's some effed up people that don't really want my people to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's some really, it's some really bad people in this world that don't want dudes. They don't want me and Micah to have the relationship that we have. They don't want that. They want it to remain separated. They want it to remain with 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 a division of hatred in the middle. And 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 you're right. And and I don't need you to to one hundred percent agree with me. What what you will do and what I will not stand for 
is you, what you will do is respect my position. And what I won't stand for is you trying to hold back the progression that we're trying to achieve. And see, we have to be extremely careful because like I just said, evil works are literally to create more evil works. So people are protesting. The pro- some of the protests, a lot of the protests have turned into riots, right? Yeah. I was born in Washington, D.C. I finished high school in the South. My grandmother, my great-grandparents, they were from the South. So they, they not only did they know the horrors and the evils of racism, they had to pass these messages down to us to be careful. And I and because they passed those messages down to me, I had to therefore pass those messages down to my sons. And because of that, this, there has been a stigma created, like you said, they always have black people on alarm. Like I, I, we are always in alert mode. I, and like you said, some people be like, and some people of color, like, well, I don't feel that way. And, 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 and that's God bless you. God bless you that you never had to experience that. God bless you. But if I'm telling you this is what a lot of us are going through, don't get on TV and say, well, why don't we get mad when we kill each other? Or why don't we do this? And that's, no, we're struggling. We're drowning right now. We're drowning. And, we're, and, 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 and here's why it's so hard to come up. People that are drowning are trying to save other people that are drowning. What does the lifeguard tell you to do the first thing you, the first, the first thing he does when he tries to save you in the water? What does he tell you to do? Calm down, relax, stop fighting. I got you. We are not in position to calm down. So because of the evil things that we're going through, it opens the door to more evil works. I, I don't agree with I don't agree with rioting and, and tearing up because if you say oh we're black and we mad and you tear up another black per, another black person's business that's that's kind of like we're contradicting ourselves, but that's the evil that was enabled because of the evil that was rendered. If that makes sense, I'm not trying to sound like a a, a, a tongue twister, but that's what happens. The evil that was rendered cause this evil that is occurring. The riots, the hurt, the pain, and no one that's afflicting the people of color wants to be the bigger person and say, yo, it's effed up. My bad. Let's figure it out. What just happened in Miami? The protesters came to the police station. The police didn't come out there with guns and 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 in riot gear, they got down on their knees, asked for forgiveness, and told the people we're with you. And what happened? The protesters started crying, they started hugging, and guess what? Something occurred, it was growth. The enemy doesn't want that. Protests, I want to protest. And like Martin Luther King said, riots are, 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 are the voice of the unheard. 
pretty sure it wasn't completely said like that, but the people are rioting because that's their, because they're unheard. So now, because of that evil that was rendered, you allow people that have no agenda, they don't even care about progression, to jump in these riots and just cause chaos. And that's what they want. So we have to, and that's going to get into the next show, but we have to figure out a way to stop coming to this point. Is this, is this not alarming to you all? It's alarming because we, we keep coming back to this point. That's by design. Because it's so deeply embedded. It's crazy. I'm going to tell you a story. And this is not to be told funny. My oldest son, Talon, we were still living in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Tal had to be five years old, four, maybe six. My next door neighbor was a police officer. He was getting ready to go to work. He, he, he hit his siren or something. His siren went off. Talon had his back to the police officer car, and Talon took off running. I mean, jetted, just because he heard a police siren. And the cop jumped out and was like, man, my bad, man. I didn't mean to scare him. But why is a six-year-old black male afraid of a police siren? I want you to think about how prominent that is. You know why he's afraid of it? Because he's heard my stories about some of the things on why I had to be smart with the police and how I had to handle the police and how I was jumped out on for no apparent reason and told to get on the ground in 20 degrees weather with guns to our head saying, you robbed a U-Haul. And they knew we didn't do it. The person in the car said we didn't do it. But they still laid us on the ground. They still shined a light in our face. They still harassed us. So now my son has a stigma with the police. Do I want that? No, I don't want that. I don't want that. So I'm teaching him, yo, all cops aren't bad. My big brother's a cop. My sister-in-law is a cop. They're, they're, they're cops in my family. So no, they aren't all bad. But we don't have the privilege of relaxation. We don't have the privilege of comfort. We don't have the privilege of privilege. So we have to stay on the alarm. We have to stay on the alert. And, 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 and that's why people are fed up. This rage has been bottled up for a while. And now it's coming out. And the evil works that were done, people just aren't going to stand for it anymore. I'm sorry, man, because I like when I talk about this, it's, uh, I, I apologize, man, but it's just not going to stand for it. Go ahead. I know one of y'all got something to say. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I feel for you. I love you, dog. And I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's was, I think, um, Kobe, Kobe's wife posted a picture of Kobe wearing a shirt from, from six years ago when, when Eric Garner, uh, got killed by the police six years ago in New York city. And it's like, here we are again, six years later, and it's like you said. There's nothing's changed, and it's uh, it don't make any sense for sure. Well, I, I'm gonna the thing about the lack of change is <laughs> nothing changes until something changes. That's the saying you know, until somebody decides to change something, it's not going to change. 
So how do we go about that? How do we, how, how do, how, I mean, how do we get to that point? And I think like, that's kind of where I, I just want to hear ideas. I want to hear thoughts because I'm at a loss because Josh, Micah, you have kids. I, I mean, damn, I got them. You know what I mean? And, and how do you tell them? And I keep going back to this because when they get of age, I have a daughter now that's, shoot, she turned 16, June 14th. And she called me when all of it happened and she was crying. And I fully didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand that my daughter would fully understand the ramifications of what's going on. Because, you know, sometimes teenagers are kind of in their own kind of world. And young people are sometimes in their own world and kind of oblivious to what's happening in society. And she was emotional. And she just wanted me to explain to her why this keeps happening. And the only thing I could say was, I don't know. And that's sad, but I don't, I don't know how you can see a person who you are inflicting pain on and they're telling you they're in pain and you do not, you do not let off, you do not let up at least a little bit so that they're not in pain it's, anymore. It's, it's crazy because like, obviously we're going to get into um like solutions on the next show, but it's like, I've been reading a lot of tweets and I, and I, well, especially when it comes to issues like this, I try to like really think and digest my thoughts and my emotions and my feelings before I like just burst out. Right. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you one thing and I don't really want to get into this too deep because um, that's for the next show. But I'm going to tell you one thing that can occur, right? To my white brothers and sisters. And I don't use that word lightly. Like when I see people, I greet them. What's up, brother? What's up, sister? Whether you black, white, blue, or green, because my mom taught me to love. My mom grew up in some effed up situations. My mom was born in Philly. My uncle Al moved down south for a while. It was bad. He got in a fight every day. A white principal told my uncle Al, um, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure you flunk. I want you to think about that, right? How is this man ever going to grow up to um, trust white people? if a person in educational leadership tells you that, right? So he's literally getting in fights every day. My mom moves down south because she didn't want him to be by herself. In a, in, in a year or so, a couple of months, she moved right back up to DC because it was like, yo, this is BS. I, I, I can't really be in this, this environment every single day, right? But this is what I need my white brothers and sisters to do. This is what I need you to do. Stop saying, stop saying this, stop tweeting this. Stop saying, I have no idea what you're going through. Stop saying, I can't fathom what it's like to be a person of color. I love y'all. Like, and, 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 and some of the response in the tweets I got back, and Micah, you said it too, some of the response in the tweets I got back said that. Like, and, and they were saying it out of love. They weren't saying it out of place of um, better you than me. But stop saying that because you do. You do know, you do understand what we're going through. You can feel what we're going through. I'm going to give you a very simple example. You know if you go playing traffic, you're going to get hit by a car. So you don't have to get hit by a car to know that it hurts. Am I making sense, coaching? Yeah. You don't have to get hit by a truck to know that that, that shit is going to hurt if you get hit by a truck. Excuse my language. So you do know what we're going through. I would much rather respect if you say, 
I don't want to be hurt like that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be looked at like that every single day. And I'm going to tell you why you need to say that. Because if you actually say that, right, a seed is going to be planted in you. And I'm not trying to preach. Because you're going to digest your thoughts. You're going to digest what you say. Because saying, I can't fathom what you're going through, I don't understand what you're going through, is more of a defense mechanism for you. You do know what we're going through. You know how you would feel. You know how you would feel if you were harassed by police just because of the color of your skin. You know how you would feel. You know how you would feel if just if you were looked at differently just because of the color of your skin. You would scream on the inside. You would scream on the outside, and you would say, "Stop judging me differently because I'm white." You know you would because it's done all the time. We take up for animals. Can cats and dogs? Can can dogs talk? Can dogs talk? That's rhetorical. You don't have to answer it. But there are groups that fight like hell for animal rights because they know an animal out in the cold is cold. Brothers and sisters, I'm not asking for a crutch. I'm not asking for a check. I'm just asking for you to understand. This is why we're upset because everybody plays dumb to what we're going through. Everybody plays dumb to what we're going through. During the pandemic, when my white brothers and sisters wanted to open this, the city back up, they went down and marched and protested. Why did they protest? Because they wanted their rights. They, this is something they felt strongly about and they wanted it. We want our rights too. We want our rights too. Why are we upset? This is why we're upset. I'm not upset at the racist man. I can't, I just, it ain't really much I can do for him. Yeah, you can't get mad at the fish for swimming. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at that dude. Like if I, I would much rather, like if I know you're gonna throw trash on my yard every day, do it in my face, let me know. Lisa, I'm like, yo, let me stop this. I'm, I'm gonna make sure you don't throw trash on my yard every day. But what I need, my white brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters to do, that the ones that, that sent me the DMs, the ones that sent me the, the taxes, the text, I don't know if Texas is a word, I, I make up words at times. They sent me the text, I need you to use your privilege. I need you to use your privilege to isolate the cats you know that are using theirs for the wrong reasons. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. I need you to use your privilege to isolate the people that are using their privilege the wrong way. What do you mean, Josh? How can I use my privilege to isolate the person that's using their privilege the wrong way? It goes like this. Call them out. Call them out. You don't have to start a fight. You don't have to protest. And all the white brothers and sisters that was out there protesting with us, I appreciate it. And it's crazy because going on a side note, it wasn't just black folks that was rioting. It wasn't just black folks. But call them out. So if you know, if you know Mr. B is racist and doing effed up things to hold me back because of the color of my skin, call Mr. B out. 
Don't say, oh man, Mr. B, don't say, oh, that's wrong what Mr. B is doing. Say, yo, Mr. B, you're wrong. Hey world, Mr. B is wrong. Use your privilege. Use your privilege to help, to help. Because again, and here's the, here, here's the thing, people say, oh, y'all just want a handout. No, we just want to start the race the same place y'all start. That's all. Me and my brother Jason Reynolds talked about this. He was like, well, damn, how can we, how can we make up the 300 plus years of slavery, lack of civil rights, lack of human rights? How can we make that up? How can we make that up? Well, the answer is really, there's really no way, there's really no way we can make it up unless, unless the government's going to say, yo, let's give every person of color, let's give them all 100 years of free college education. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. They're going, they're going to give us that for free. That's how you close the gap. Like, we have all these means. Oh, how do we close the achievement gap? How do we do that? No, give us 100 years of free college education. Let's see what happens. Let's even the race off. I'm not, I'm not asking for much. I don't teach my sons to ask for a handout. Anybody that knows me, we're going to put our feet in the mud. We're going to put our hands in the mud. And we're going to grind. And we're going to build our own bricks from clay. And everything and everything that we that we establish and everything that we get on that way, we it's gonna stick because we earned it. It's gonna stick because we earned it. But I'm not we're, we're not asking for a handout. We're just simply asking. We're just simply asking for y'all to understand. Let me let me break it down. Let me let me give you a little quick fact on how deep this thing is, right? And how and how and how hard it is to fight against oppression. Everyone says, I'm going to tell you how deep oppression is. Everyone's like, everyone's like, well, you know, hey, you know, slavery's over. I saw a coach tweet that I follow on Twitter and he follows. And I'm not petty, so I didn't unfollow him. I heard him say, um, his, his tweet was like, his tweet was like, um, let the past be the past. And don't let what was taken away from you yesterday affect your tomorrow. I get it in essence what you're saying. I get it in essence in what you're saying. But that shit ain't that simple, bro. It's not that simple. Let me give you a fact before I give you just a scenario. Let me give you a fact. In 1921, right, Black Wall Street was burned down. Now, the majority of kids have no idea what Black Wall Street is. Hell, the majority of adults don't even know what Black Wall Street is. You know why? Because it didn't really become a part of history that was taught until like later in the 20th century. It happened in like 1921 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. What is Black Wall Street, Josh? Black Wall Street was one of the most affluent slash wealthiest black communities in America, if not the world. It was burnt down. It was burnt down by white people. By white people. It was burnt down by white people because if this community can show Black folks can be affluent. There's no way on God's green earth I want this to become contagious and it starts catching on around America. So let's burn it down. It's not even in the history books. I've been teaching history for a long time. It's never really one of the major things we go over. And it's like, that's the part of Oppression, oppression that we're so angry about. All we want you to do 
is move over and give us our place at the starting blocks. Just give us our place. And I don't never come from a place of hate. My wife told me, she's like, look, when you do the podcast and you do your stuff, make sure you come from a place of love. And I do. I always come from a place of love. And I have brothers and sisters that have been scarred by racism. And some of them speak loudly about it. And his was tough about that. I can't cut them off. I got to keep loving them and hoping we can get to a point and put us all in a better place. I hope, I'm hoping we can get to a point and put us all in a better place. But it's tough. So white folks say, a lot, a, lot, a lot of white people say, a lot of people that just don't understand, even some black people who's, been, who, who's never really had to fight for anything. And they say, well, slavery's been over for so long. I'm gonna challenge the listeners to go look up when slavery ended. Right? Go look up when slavery ended and then look up again when it really ended. Then after you look up when it really ended, I want you to look up what black a lot of black folks had to turn to after it was so-called all over. And then after you look at what we had to turn to after it was all so-called turn all, all over, I want you, I want you to, I want you to go look up. How long the fight for civil rights occurred and when the so-called Civil Rights Act went into place. I want you to look that up. And I want you to think about what year it is today and tell me that if, let's say when the Civil Rights Act occurred, everything was crystal clear and it was 100 for everybody, right? And then tell me if that's enough time to catch up compared to the amount of time that we were oppressed. Imagine being taken, right? Away from the people that, that, that love you. It was illegal for you to learn. It was illegal for you to read. It was illegal for you to pursue political righteousness. It was, it was illegal for you to just want better for yourself. And you have children. What are you going to teach your kids? You're probably going to start fighting to teach them to survive. And then the next generation, you hope it gets a little better. And you hope it gets a little better. But it's really not that. It, 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 the latter doesn't work like that. The latter doesn't work like that. And, and that's why we're upset, my brothers and sisters. That's why we're upset. We're not upset because we just want to be mad. You want, let, let, me, let me give you a little story about Black people for the people who don't know Black people. Believe it or not, we're very loving, caring, and forgiving people. I want you to think about that. Because what did, what did, what did, what did the early Americans do when Great Britain pissed them off? They rioted, right? I.e., the Boston Tea Party? Right? They rioted. We went to war because it was certain rights that we felt were being neglected. It was certain rights that they felt, should I say we, I, it wasn't us. It was certain rights that they felt they weren't getting. So they was like, yo, we're not gonna put up with it no more. We're gonna fight and kill until we get our way. And you fast forward 
and it was time for the Civil War. And some Americans was like, yo, slavery's not, sla well, hell, the Civil War wasn't really about ending slavery. It was about preserving the Union. And because the South decided to fight, because the South decided to fight, they were forced to give up slavery. They were forced to end slavery. But they felt so strongly about slavery, they fought for it. So my ancestors live in a country where people fought to make sure they remain oppressed. That's why we're upset. Now, I'm a realist. A lot of the people that are rioting right now have no idea why they're rioting. They're just like, yo, it's an opportunity to get some free stuff. Let me loot. I'm fair enough to say they're wrong. But I'm also fair enough to say this evil wasn't created just by them. This is the result of the overall evil of racism, oppression, and just pure denial of human rights. That's why we're here. So when, 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 when brother Colin Kaepernick became the sacrificial lamb and lost a lucrative career, and hell, he's still giving back. He's still giving back. Like he's the highest paid athlete in sports. He's still giving back. But when he did it the right way and quietly protested, what did y'all say? First, he's disrespecting the flag. He's anti-American. Now he's disrespecting the troops. But he was peacefully protesting. Then everybody in the NFL was like, yo, we're not going to hire this guy. So yeah, the NFL, I, I, I kind of look at you with the side eye now when y'all are making posts. Roger Goodell, you're making posts saying, oh, you care about the rights of all Americans. That's, that's kind of like baloney. You have to sit down and look at me in the eyes and tell me where you really coming from. Because when this brother was taking the knee to bring awareness to the social injustices that people were of color were going through, y'all blackballed him. Y'all blackballed him. So don't, don't tell me, don't tell me we shouldn't really be upset. This is why we're, this is what this show was about to explain why we're here. The next show, we're gonna talk about solutions. The reason why I would never go on the street and riot because I'm a man of solution. I'm a man of peace. That's just who I am. I'm not gonna disrespect anyone else. I'm not gonna to try to tear anyone else down, but this is who I am. I'm a man of peace. And I know if I'm burning stuff down, if I'm fighting, if I'm to the point of about to kill, I'm not helping anything get better. I love everyone. I think diversity is beautiful. If you talk to the kids in my class, a lot of my kids that I teach look at me like, I crazy, like I'm crazy. I tell my class I love them all the time. I tell them I love them all the time because we, it's, it's, it's taking for granted so strongly. But this is why we're here, people. This is why we're here. And we're going to have to figure out a way. We're going to have to figure out a way how to get past this, but I'm beyond honest with you, my white brothers and sisters, if you want to get past this, you're going to have to start using your positive privilege. Because I ain't mad at you for your privilege. That's a blessing. I wouldn't want nobody to go through what people of color go through just because we're people of color. I wouldn't want nobody to have to be not just good, but great just to get the bare minimum. I don't, I wouldn't want nobody to have to be like elite just for somebody to be like, good job. 
And then I'm watching my counterpart not have to do that. So I'm grateful to God you got that privilege. But that's why we're here. This is why we're, this is why people are upset. This is why people are fed up. This is why we can't take anymore. I'm just not the one that's going to burn it down. I'm trying my best to build it up. But if you wanted to stop burning, not, not you agents of chaos, I'm not talking to y'all agents of chaos, but the agents of chaos are empowered by the people that look away. We gotta stop looking away and we gotta get on the same page. I don't wanna live in America, in, in, in a country where I, fear, where, where I feel the government is never gonna want what's best for me. I don't wanna live in a country where I teach my sons just to like, yo, we're going to have to build our own kingdom. We're going to have to build our own, our own capital because no one else is going to take care of you. But that's what I have to do right now. I have to get them to understand, make your value, make your worth so high that no one can deny you. No one can deny you. And for the white brothers and sisters that are fighting, that are speaking up, yo, keep doing it. Keep the pressure on their neck. Because diversity is a beautiful thing. We need to be different. Who wants to be in a world where everything is the same? This is why we are upset. We embrace the black people. Yeah, we got our short. God, God damn it, we got shortcomings. But like I said, just like you, we're not denying that. I will never deny that. Black people make me mad on a daily basis sometimes. But not to the point where I want to hold them back. It only inspires me more to try to get them to get to the point where I feel they can maximize their potential. That's it. That's it. So we 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 if you if we want this burning to stop, everybody's gonna have to start swinging for the same thing. Well, I'm a realist. I know I know that crap ain't gonna happen. The diversity is beautiful. I can talk about white people, I can talk about black people, because you know why? I'm not racist. I'm never uncomfortable to talk about race, because I know I'm not racist. I love, I love the hell out of my Asian friend because she cooks some hell of fire good food and it tastes good. I don't get that without diversity. I love the hell out of Micah Kurtz. My son said something about Micah the other day that brought a tear to my eye. I'm not going to say it on a, on a, out in public yet, Micah, because I'm a strong believer in manifestation. But when it happened, Micah, you better be ready for that phone call from you, from my oldest son. You better be ready. And you know why he felt so comfortable to call Micah's name? A white man in America from Buffalo, New York? It was because I teach love. I, we teach love in our house. And that uncle that I told y'all about, let me tell you how deep love running my family. That uncle that I told y'all about, who well, I'm slack because I should have been finished this book. And I'm sorry, Uncle Al, we're going to get right back to work on that book. But that uncle that I told you about, it literally had to fight white racist kids every single day in school because their parents were telling him to go, telling them to go fight them. It's in the book. My uncle had to buy a pair of gloves because he knew he had to fight. And that principal told him, I'm going to make sure you flunk and follow through with it. And if you know my uncle Alvin Staley, he's one of the most renowned artists in the world. But let me tell you something about love and what type of man he is. His daughter, his little black daughter, married a white man. 
Imagine if he was like some of y'all and just allowed hate to fuel him. Imagine if he was like some of y'all. And she ain't just married a white man. She married the whitest of white men. You understand? So, so, so imagine if he was like some of y'all. He would have laid on the cross to make sure that didn't occur. He would have laid on the cross to make sure that didn't occur. But the love, but the love was rendered. The love was given. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry, E. But that's that's just where I am. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm sorry. Next show, when we talk about solutions, get y'all list ready, because I'm going to let y'all do the most talking. I apologize, but go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, no, nah, you good. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have... Go ahead, Michael. No, go... That, I mean, like you were about to say, that was... That was deep. That was emotional. That was from the heart. I mean, I don't think uh, that's something that we all needed. We all needed to hear, and it was great. and And I appreciate you being so raw and and from the heart. And I mean, I think one of the things from my point of view that that stood out the most, which is next podcast, we're going to talk about potential solutions. I mean, but people people that look like me. There's too many that that I say, hey, well, I'm not I'm not doing anything racist. I'm not I'm not a quote unquote racist. Uh, it, it's not me that's the problem. That, but same people are not the ones that are calling people out that are being racist and 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 and, and holding holding these social injustices and that's what is we talk about potential solutions in the next podcast i mean people like me like you said coach daly people that have privileges need to need to step up and, and call people out and make a change when they see something that is not right and there's still too many people that maybe they're not the ones that are not doing things that are not the ones that are being wrong but they're not the ones that are, but they're not calling people out when they're seeing the wrongs being done. And, 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 uh, and I, I thought that was, that was deep and, 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 and I'm with you. And I would just want you both to know, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart for sure. Oh, yeah, that's, that's sure, get for sure. Same here, man. Um, and shoot, really ain't much more to say. We're going to go ahead and we're going to end the show with some words from, uh, coach Daly's Instagram. Um, no shout outs today. Well, shout shouts out to the people out there trying to make change, man. That's that's the only shout out I got. Uh, anyone for you guys? Now that's it, man. I love y'all. My wife, I listen to my wife a lot. You know, as men, we try to be tough, but every real man knows they got to have a strong woman beside them. Not behind them, but beside them. Hell, maybe even in front. But I, I just come in love, man. I love y'all. Even the people that don't love me back, I love you too. I'm watching you. I'm watching you with a 10-foot pole. I'm no fool, but I'm going I'm to I'm give love, and that's all I got, Papa. That's all, right. all I got. Same here, bro. All right, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Peace. Peace. Okay, you guys. This right here isn't to, isn't to create more conflict, isn't to create more separation 
and neglect love. This is, this isn't even to alienate anyone. This is simply to promote progression and moving forward. However, if you are racist and you don't want progression and you want things to remain the same, this is probably for you also. I need you to accept that we're hurt, we're tired, and we're and we are fed up. I need you to understand that we're still fighting off the effects of formal and informal institutionalized slavery, racism, and a legal system that wasn't and isn't designed for us. I need you to re respect the fact that through it all, that we're still here. I need you to respect the fact that we try our best to manage and suffice, and we're still getting it done. And for the agents of chaos that don't want to move forward, or for the folks that just really don't understand, the overwhelmingly majority of us, we don't kill each other. We love each other. Care enough to know that we simply want the same thing you have, undeniable human rights. Love us enough to know that we aren't perfect, just like you. Love us enough to know that diversity is beautiful. Love us enough to know that we don't want a handout, that we're willing to work for, grind, and, and earn everything that we get, just like you. Love us enough to know that we have things we need to work on, just like you. Love us enough to understand that conflict should promote growth and get us to another, get us to another place of progression and advancement and not just stay in the same place over and over again, even though I know some of you want that. Love us enough to know that we will no longer stand for the injustices that we don't deserve. Peace, God bless.